it's a dark episode not a lot of funny stuff going on but we're gonna try to try our best to laugh u.s is out of the world health organization oh we're at we're saying them it's and just, you can, just so you can figure out the rest by just fucking listening you goddamn plebs fucking bureaucrats Welcome back to the show, to Dirch. Da 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 da. Da da da. Da. It's Dirch. It's Dirch. It's. Dirch sounds like something Rick and Morty would say. Nah, Dirch Morty girl. <laughs> That's like their podcast they have. I haven't seen another episode of fucking Duncan Trussell's Netflix show besides that first one. Really? I watched them all. Really, really. Now I'm over it. Was it? I mean, (laughs) you kind of are forced to be over it. Some of them are good. Some of them are like, yeah, yeah, classic, like classic dirt episodes. Classic everything, really. So everybody, start racial humor. It's free flowing, end of conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. This time, and we're your two friends. I'm Bonjan. Caller John David Ricker, most profitable podcast on this side of. Of the Mississippi, just getting I'm through. Country called Mississippi, dude. Just this is just the road to two hundred. What I like to call the road to the next milestone, two hundred. Yeah. We already we already hit one fifty. Yeah. No one gave a shit. Uh, no. 
No one gave a shit at 100. Didn't get an email. Didn't get no, any letters. No one's going to give a shit at 200. No, one, no one's hitting me up saying, hey, dude, congrats on the on the, the 1-5 or the 2-0. You people listening to this now, episode 165, you will you still be here people. at episode 1000? You people, you mm. dark racists? Or will you just pop in and pop out? There'll probably be better fans in the future. These fans watch, suck, dude. Watch our... Please, All they do is listen suck. every day. All they do is listen and, and make it to, to an average of like the middle half. If that. We're like, what are they good for? I, like, yeah, come on, guys. Let's do a little bit better it's on like the fan engagement. It, honestly, stop listening. No, mo- most of these uh, dark racial uh, DMs have been fake. They've, they've just been made up. They've just been facetious stories. But Bastards. hey, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. We love you. Um, what's up? What's, what's going on with you on this fine Friday, even though it's Thursday, Friday? Chilling, dude. Besides sound. Like How Dr. was your day? Little things. Little things we could do to make the show better. You know, if you're a fan of the podcast, uh, just Venmo me a couple, a couple racks, and then you can make your podcast experience exponentially better this all comes from you dog you don't uh, need a couple racks you need like 50 bucks for, for what's even the problem though you know it's your fucking who knows? put some who knows fam it's your computer can't process you that high quality audio and also who, knows? I'm, who i'm telling you right now it's a computer you no know, it's a it's a mystery you got some of the mysteries of the universe you got no it's not a mystery this the is deep a, down unknown of the the, the deep blue sea what's under there you know just it's mysteries a, you got the, the far out space and space time really and then you also have uh, my aces laptop and and why it can't do things it's just things that no one would really ever know at least in our generation if Half the show sounds like ass and needs to be addressed. Half. Half the show. Fifty percent. Half. Fifty. What do you mean? You're half the show, are you not? Oh, I thought you meant fifty percent of the time it's bad. Well, no, but fifty percent of the experience is bad. If they even get past this. Well, okay. What What are you running right now on your computer? Besides Zoom. Nothing. Sorry, I had to wait for uh, my my focus right USB to plug back into itself because it plugs out and in with oh, the USB. Oh, okay. Part. So it's a hardware issue. Uh, it sounds like. I don't know. I think so. Well, there's a couple problems, right? Uh huh. Focus right unplugs, plugs back in. I think that's the USB port. Okay, USB uh, there, There's been a lot of been a lot of uh, trips on on cords that I think maybe jostled the the. the the good old steel in there, whatever it is, mm-hmm. plastic. Who knows? Another one of those mysteries of the universe. Um, and then sometimes fucking fries out, you know, gets a little, gets a little choppy, little robotic. And yeah. another one of those that's mystery of the universe two, two uh, A really one A one B. Why don't you just buy a cheap Dell laptop? <sighs> you know, time being, suck some dick, bro. <laughs> Make that make that mouth work for you, bro. Whoa, whoa! How's your day? What are you up to, dude? Chilling. What's, what's, what what's cracking? What's chilling? I was gonna go to IKEA. Went to IKEA. Have some hot dogs. Nah, I was gonna look at some desks. Um, 
line wrapped around the fucking store. And you know, right. Ikea is the size of Disneyland, so it was quite a quite a walk around the store. And then I was like, fuck this, the internet exists. Yeah. Go on to Ikea.com. And Ikea.com is just like, oh, we can't deliver to where you live. Also, you have to come to the store and pick it up. Also, we don't have what you want. So I'm just like, okay, that sucks. So I'm looking on Amazon for a desk. Like, I found the perfect desk at Ikea, 80 bucks, mm-hmm. on super on sale. Fucking has a little compartment for cable management. Yeah. I'm looking on Amazon. Everything's more expensive. And none of these desks have like a little thing for cable management, which is I'm just Bastards. like, what's the fucking point? You know? There's no IKEA via Amazon at all. Uh nah. IKEA really likes to control the experience hundred percent. So Sweden. Yeah. So you know they how it be nice eateries over there. Meatballs in Sweden. Oh uh, yeah, meatballs are good. Uh probably they have lines to tell you where to go in IKEA. I probably I feel like they won't open their restaurants again after this, all this bullshit. It's a I, lot I of shit. How much, how much it uh, bolstered the Ikea experience. The IE. Well, I've never been there. Never been to Ikea? No, I've never been to the restaurant. Uh, I, don't, I don't think. I've been to Ikea. So I, and I've had a good experience court. without the food court. Yeah. Except for the line. You know, it, it, it makes you feel good that it's there, you know? Yeah, they like if I want, there's, I could get some meatballs right now. I can get some Corona meatballs right now. I mean, this is with Swedish meatballs. There's no Corona, no COVID. It's all just horse, just pure, pure meatball experience. Pure horse meat ball. Horse meat's probably good. It's probably delicious. Fucking lean, dude. Probably sweet. Right, that that horse rump. I would like to try some. You have some? I. That's <laughs> all I do every day. Is I go hunt wild. Wild Horses listening to, to Wild Horses by Rolling Stone. When you're just out in the wilderness and you have no fucking fears, you just eat your fucking I gotta, horse. I gotta kill my, my trusty steed. Do you kill your dog first or your horse? Obviously, you gotta kill the dog because the horse takes you places. I can ride my dog, dude. You can ride your dog? Yeah. Yeah. With that Pitbull. horse meat. You gotta, like, eat that, eat that up, cook it, fuck, put it in the you microwave. Can use the hair for hair things, a brush perhaps? Flossing, I guess. Toothbrush? Getting some extensions if you, you know, want a little bit more length than you're due. Must have been really hard to live back then, you know. It's probably probably relatively the same because they were in it, you know. If you're in it, it's like you're in it, you know. That's just your that's your that's your net zero mode, your default mode network. I mean, I don't know. Fun, a fun fact I'm hungry, I just go to the fridge. Default mode. <laughs> I mean, you got a default mode. Uh, I was trying to remember default mode network uh, a couple of days ago, and it just came back. Hell yeah, memory. Hell yeah, memory. Dude, let's just fucking hop into it, huh? I sound How's like what's the Franco doing? Uh, he seems like he's keeping it together. How old is kid? Uh, still alive? Dead? Yeah, he has two kids. Oh, I don't know how Christ. old, but he's like, I don't know. Um, the man that was found. Hung on a tree, Robert Fuller was ruled suicide officially by the LA Sheriff's investigators. What? He apparently was uh, in the past in hospital with suicidal tendencies. And there was a few conflicting things. One thing I read said that there was video footage 
that showed no foul foul play, but then I was listening to a uh, briefing by the sheriffs, and they were like, we have him going into stores, but none at the actual park. I was like, what's up with that, you know? Just fun facts. Yeah, but how often are there cameras at parks? Yeah, I'm not on either side of the story. I'm just asking the question. Um... Los Angeles County Sheriff's investigators have concluded that Robert Fuller, a black man whose body was found hanging from a tree in Palmdale. <laughs> Palmdale. You know, Afroman really fucked up just saying Palmdale. You can never hear Palmdale, see Palmdale without thinking of a great, great smoker's, smoker's anthem. Palmdale, uh, shout out Palmdale. Hanging from a tree in Palmdale last month, died by suicide, saying a thorough investigation found no signs of foul play and showed the 24-year-old had previously expressed suicidal behavior. The findings upheld the preliminary determination of suicide that Fuller's family and many residents of the Antelope Valley had called into question. Also, as you said, the family called into question during the briefing the guy was like, the family didn't really have an opinion one way or the other, and they just wanted to go along with the investigation. We just want answers. A couple of differing viewpoints from differing sources. Um, pointing to the region's history of racism towards black people, the backdrop of unrest prompted by George Floyd's death, the hanging death a week earlier of another black man, Malcolm Harsh, in nearby Victorville, in a setting where a foolish body was found hanging in a public square outside Palmdale's City Hall, they voiced a suspicion that Fuller had been lynched and demanded a more thorough investigation monitored by outside agencies. Um, apparently, he was into some self-harm stuff. Uh, hmm. Medical examiner coroner ruled Fuller's death a suicide with Matthew J. Miller, a deputy medical examiner writing in a report that lack of significant trauma to Fuller's necks and limbs coupled the existence of evidence of prior suicidal ideation ideation, and a history of mental health issues. Wow. What a story. What a time to be alive. Just you and yours and me and mine. What's going on here? What has been the response to this? I haven't really seen a lot of uh, civilian Twitter response. I've just been reading and watching. What's your response to this? Um, hmm. Ah, well, I didn't know before that I didn't know before that he had suicidal tendencies and was into self harm stuff. Yes, that That is really kind of like makes you think facts of the investigation. And I mean, like, hanging is a pretty common way to kill yourself. Public square is kind of not that common yeah i mean i'm not gonna try to get inside, inside this guy's head but let's let's, let's try to get inside this guy. <laughs> i mean this is this is dirt <laughs> nah that's not uh, fucking good his um, brother was also killed in a deputy involved shooting a week ago hmm. which is kind of you know interesting as well um it wasn't there like this wasn't the only like hanging that happened right there was another man in a nearby city that was hung and um i don't know the facts for that i was just reading his name i might go back to see if it was indeed called an official 
murder. Um, his name was Malcolm Harsh, and the city was Victorville. Everybody knows Victorville. Victorville. <laughs> Classic Victorville stuff Classic going on here. Victor, the great song. <laughs> another another classic Afro man hit from Cornrow Man. Cornrow Man, get it? Uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Afro heritage. Malcolm Harsh was a man who was in Victorville. Everybody knows and love it. Um, he was there is an evidence of showing him. Hanging himself, apparently, according to Daily Press, is the first thing that Google wanted me to see. July 19th, July 9th, June 19th, excuse me. But his video um, of him hanging himself? According to Daily Press, June 19th, don't know what Daily Press is. Is it possibly a local thing? It is, I think it's like a local Bay Area stuff. Um, surveillance video that authorities say shows Malcolm Harsh hanging himself in Victorville late last month was released Thursday and Friday to the man's family members when they issued a statement confirming the suicide. The video evidence captured May 31st from two surveillance cameras on buildings on Victor Street was also shown to a group of reporters at San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department headquarters Friday afternoon. This is again June 19th. A man in a white shirt who authorities identified as Harsh can be seen in a video near two tents in a homeless encampment. He throws objects which authorities said were donuts, waste of donuts. Maybe the homeless people might like the donuts. At one tent, after an argument with his girlfriend who was inside the tent. Interesting. Harsh is then seen wrapping what investigators said was an HDMI cord around his neck at approximately 6 a.m. May 31st, according to the video's timestamp. He then walks over to a nearby tree where he can be seen wrapping something around a branch. His body drops and disappears from view after that as the branch bends. Sergeant Steve Allen with the Victorville Sheriff's Station said everything investigators collected was also shown to members of Harsh's family on Thursday and Friday. Um, so that apparently seemed to be a suicide. Hmm. Malcolm Harsh. Okay, so that was definitely a suicide. The other one was probably a suicide. And I'm going really strong on the probably. Yeah. Um, you know. You know. Reportings and stuff. Reportings and stuff. Um, Twitter, you didn't mention any of that. I want to talk to Twitter like it's a person. Look, Twitter. <laughs> you didn't mention any of that, right? They also the kind of got over it once, once the... Uh... Once all the, you know, the, the, the vigor in the belly passed a little bit. You hear Twitter allegedly might be creating some sort of subscription service. Can we call it Twitter Johnson? Twitter what? Twitter Johnson. Twitter Johnson is the personified Twitter. Twitter yeah. Johnson. Ray Twitter um, Johnson. <laughs> Premium service. Premium service. Yeah. What, what was, that, was that news? They Appar- had a lot of news. Apparently they put out a a job listing for like some sort of developer, but in the job posting they put for a subscription service accidentally and then they took it down. Hmm. So what could they Twitter paid, pay to tweet, pay to edit tweets, pay to use. Twitter may launch a subscription service. And this is apparently 
hiking the Twitter stock price up. Would you pay to use Twitter? No. Not at all. I don't want to use Twitter for free. <laughs> uh, the company posted a job listing for a senior full-stack software engineer to work on a platform code named Griffin. And Griffin is spelled G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. Very silicony, very nerdy. Mm, we are building yes, a subscription quiet. platform, one that can be reused by other teams in the future. Read the listing, which was first picked up by the Verge, otherwise known as the Verge. Bloomberg also reported that the company is considering a subscription service, citing an unnamed source familiar with company's plans. Uh, this is a first for Twitter. The post reads: Griffin is a team of web engineers who are closely collaborating with the payments team and Twitter.com team. We are looking for a full-stack engineer to lead the payment and subscription client work, someone who values collaboration as much as we do and can act as a bridge for the engineering team. It's a great opportunity for all teams involved. It's a great opportunity, um, and I would love to take it. Thank you. <laughs> and I do accept the offer. I got the job. Um, I'm in. <laughs> Yo, Twitter the- Plus coming soon. <laughs> Tweet, tweet. With Walmart Plus. Um, uh, <laughs> for yeah, four ninety nine, so you can tweet. Apparently, all the world, all the world knows so far is that a job listing was posted up, and they're like, "Yo, we're making subscriptions, and we need you with an Uncle Sam thing." Except it's uh, it's whoever, what's Jack's last name? Dorsey. You know, I only really know, I think I know Jack's name off top because his name's Jack on Twitter. I uh, think if Twitter were to just turn this on overnight, yeah, a lot of people would be angry, but a lot of people would pay for it. I think uh, a lot of celebrities, I think Kim Kardashian would be like, whatever, fuck it, I'll just keep paying for it. Then people would be like, Kim Kardashian's on it, I'm going to be on it too. You know? And then like company, like if it's pay to tweet, companies will pay, pay so that they continue tweet. to tweet. I don't think, uh, I think it would be something that would be like embedded. It would have to be like an additional service, I think. I don't think it would be a a uh, completely like, you can't use Twitter unless you pay. Well, you can still use it. You just can't tweet. You can read and you follow. You just can't tweet. You can read and follow. Can you retweet? Okay, you can read, follow, retweet, and you can respond, but you can't have like respond. an original tweet. Wow. So it's more of a, it's a, a creator, creator-centered think about it even if it's like 99 cents a month just to tweet like you would now twitter makes so much money i tweet no not a no just 99 cents just to tweet even if you tweet me you would have to tweet fucking like 200 times to make it worth it (laughs) that's interesting maybe they're trying to 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 spearhead a creator developed atmosphere Companies would think about that too. They'd be like, okay, it's costing us 99 cents a month to tweet. So each tweet has to get this much amount of engagement. If it doesn't, it's just a waste of a fucking tenth of a cent, you know? Like that. I feel like most companies really don't fucking benefit from Twitter. I think they, oh, no, they definitely do, bro. Are you kidding me? Who? In Wendy's? Hell? Look at Wendy's fucking Twitter, bro. Just they do the, the, the classic, fucking uh, beefs and shit. Just the fact that they tweet like a person totally adds this total different like layer of engagement to fucking Wendy's, like engaging with young people. They tweet like they're fucking 22 years old. Yeah. Compare Wendy's Twitter and McDonald's Twitter. Totally different vibes. 
McDonald's Twitter is very like what? McDonald's Twitter is very like professional, very corporate, very like commercial. And Woody's mm-hmm. Twitter is very like new f- phone. Who this? You know, fucking yeah. very slangy. They do. They do recently get a new phone. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, who else does that? Jack in the Box does that. Uh, but do you think it fucking translate into sales? money and 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 eats? Absolutely. People fucking tweet at fucking Wendy's. Like, yo, Wendy's, let me get like a free burger or something. Wendy's gives them one free burger, gives away one free meal. And gets two hundred thousand likes from that. How many people out of two hundred thousand likes is gonna be like, I kind of want some Wendy's right now? It's kind of weird. I wanted a random craving for Subway. It has to be more than one person, like possibly, possibly. Like, and you know, it's just someone our age behind the fucking t- reins of their Twitter. Probably twenty-seven. Because they're fucking higher ups trust them, I guess, <laughs> and it's benefiting. So yeah, Twitter dude. Twitter says you can't tweet Wendy's unless you pay $4 a month. Could be. It could be something like you can't add images to your tweets or you videos. The common person would abide. Like, yo, I need to tweet right now all my toxic behavior, all, all these random bitches that I'd be, be retweeting. It could and then, like, people could go to different services, but people are on Twitter because other people are on Twitter. Mm. You know, where's he going to go? There's other shit, but it's, like, quiet over there. Nothing's Twittery. Nothing's Twittery. Twitter has the, Twitter has everyone. It's kind of a monopoly in that sense, besides Facebook. But Facebook's a little different. Yeah. You know, holy shit, we're way over the fucking shit, dude. We're gonna get so fucked by Barker. We'll be right back. they can afford i can see the the little waves bumping up and down from the desired note from where they actually are i can just taste the compression in her voice and taste 36 is when this trimester started what's up everybody are you having a good spring break Welcome to another wow. wet and wild second trimester of dirt. This episode is brought to you by Islands Burgers and Fries, <laughs> the most expensive 
expensive burger in the world, but so fucking good. Don't so think good. I have had it in years. I remember maybe I've had it in the past. Don't remember it in my mind. Don't really care for it. Haven't seen it in a while. Not going to buy it, but it's a great sponsor and everybody should buy it. Buy it. It's so Welcome fucking good. Don't let them close. Sick... What? Don't let closing? them go. Don't. We must protect islands. And what? <laughs> They're closing because there's a bunch of people sick and making burgers back there? What? I don't know, but it's so fucking good. Okay, what's up, everybody? Sturge. Second try shit. I got some big news to talk about. It's You're big, big news. We already talked. We. Uh, I, it's, How old is it? It's big news. Are you aware of the show Glee? Um, I've heard of it. And how that show is basically cursed. Why is it cursed? Everybody's gay? Because everybody that was a leading character on the show is dying. Is first, there more than is there more than one? First was that one guy whose name he I don't remember. Heroin. He did drugs and he overdosed. The second was the other guy who had child porn on his computer. He got caught that's, and he killed that's himself. The classic Epstein thing. And then this other girl, Naya, she was on a boat with her son yesterday on a lake in uh, California. And she just went missing. And her son was just on the boat alone, four years old. And they're looking for her body. I mean, I'm going to have to point out the obvious. I'm just, I, I, I go to where the evidence leads me. Yeah. And there's, there's no other plausible scenario besides that the four-year-old boy tried uh. to commit murder of his mommy. That's very Family Guy esque, but uh, nah. He said the four year old boy said she jumped in the water and didn't come back up. How can we trust him? He's only been alive for four years. Maybe an alligator eater. It's apparently not a a death search, but more of a rescue mission now. Oh no 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 no! She's dead. I mean, has she been found? I mean, where else could she be? The Besides water? the bottom, it's been 24 hours. Yes, maybe she's just doing a backstroke. There's a uh, w, former WWE wrestler who died in the water with a big riptide. And he was trying to save his son. And he saved his son and then he got swept up and then he done deadly died. Could have been a, a similar thing with the Glee star. Hmm. But didn't Glee have like a whole lot of characters? Yeah. Actors, so, you know, statistically, come on. True. What happens? First, you on Glee, you die. Damn. Was it even that sad. good? Did you watch it? Did I you it 10 out enjoyed, of 10? I enjoyed Glee. Did you? It was a good show. First couple seasons, first season, two seasons. Was it just... Then it started getting political. Singing, right? Yeah, people singing. You know, a bunch of 30-year-olds in high school. Yeah. Classic, classic shit on Fox. <laughs> Why can't we have high schoolers play high schoolers? Because they suck. They can't fucking act right. Uh. God damn it. Why so, can't we have white people play black people on cartoons? Because, you know, uh, equity in, in actor space. Yeah, I guess. You know, Samurai Jack? Heard bl- a black person. Hmm. Mm. In, the, in the reboot or the original? I think in the oh, original. My, the fucking guy. The guy who did Mad TV, right? <clears throat> I don't know. 
Um, he kind of has like a alien esque face. I forget his name. Samurai Jack voice. Samurai Jack voice. I just want His, you to Phil Lamar, Phil Lamar, classic Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar, you can't be mad at Phil Lamar, dude. If you're fat, at Phil, if you're mad at Phil Lamar, like you just, it's, you, you're wrong. He does a lot of voices. All right, there's a, okay. there's a lot of. Well, okay, only two black, yeah, three black, four, four black people. Samurai Jack out of three, six, nine people. Okay, everybody, breaking news. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. The United States is out of the World Health Organization. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Wow. Okay. Really break it down here, dude. I'm just trying to find an article, you know. That isn't bullshit. <laughs> you didn't have it already, you know. Okay, we're rolled up as soon as you brought it up. We're gonna go ahead and uh, pr- uh, proofread my sister's thesis on the World Health Organization right now. Okay, uh, no, um, yeah, so uh, Trump organization, I mean, Trump administration pulls out of the World Health Organization. Um, damn, wh- where the fucking is it? Nobody talking about this. Um, I mean. Oh, it was two days ago. It was kind of old. They talked about it when he was, like, not with it, but apparently not officially when it's gone. This is from the Washington Post 11 hours ago. Tearful WHO director calls for global unity to fight the virus following U.S. pullout. Um, Mm -hmm. World World Health Organization Director General Tedros Adhamnam. Oh, goodness, that last name. Plead the Thursday for international unity to fight the pandemic, devastating the world in the wake of President Trump's announcement, intention, intention to quit the organization. With tears in his eyes, Tito said the true enemy was not the virus itself, but the lack of leadership and solidarity at the global level and national levels. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, also, it's also a virus. Virus is bad. <laughs> How difficult is it for humans to unite to fight a common enemy that's killing people indiscriminately? It's not. Let's just do it. It's kind of yes. hard. A lot of people find it difficult that. Just put on a mask. A lot of people don't want to do that. That sucks. It's literally the easiest thing. Um, uh, but wait. Before we talk more about this, yeah. uh, let me read a couple more paragraphs. How difficult is it for humans to unite to fight? Common enemy that's killing people indiscriminately, he asked at the briefing in Geneva. Can we understand the divisions or the cracks between us actually to the advantage of the virus. Tito said that in most of the world, the virus is not under control. It's getting worse. He pointed out the health systems. Some of the world's wealthiest countries have been upended, whereas some nations far more modest means have had success in slowing the virus. On Wednesday, the Trump administration began the process of withdrawing the United States, uh, the organization's biggest donor from the WHO. The move is set to take effect in one year. The move to quit the organization amid a pandemic has alarmed experts and put the United States at odds at all of its allies, but criticism of the WHO's handling of the novel coronavirus has not been limited to the United States. The organization um, of the United States, of the United Nations responsible for international public health has been accused of downplaying the outbreak in its early days. Critics say it's hesitation to recommend simple measures like face masks and added to global confusion to the response and the virus. More than 200 scientists from over 30 countries have signed a 
forthcoming paper urging the WHO to take more seriously the possibility that the virus is airborne, meaning it can spread indoors through aerosols that linger in the air and is more infectious in smaller quantities than previously thought. Um, at a briefing on Tuesday, WHO officials acknowledged the letter we have to open this evidence and understand its implications regarding the mode of transmission and other precautions that need to be taken. Okay. That's enough reading for now. <laughs> it's, um, it seems like it's just a China thing. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm, I was trying to figure out what exactly, like, vested in China, the World Health Organization, is that Trump administration doesn't like. I was listening to this um, podcast, I think The Daily, and this uh-huh. doctor who was one of the first people to write a paper on the coronavirus like in December, January, and um, like submitted it to the WHO. It was dismissed. She was saying that it's really peculiar that the WHO did said the coronavirus is nothing and that they didn't say, we don't know a lot about it. We're still learning about it. I will tell you more as we go along, you know, mm-hmm. if you understand, like if you think about the difference in that, like downplaying it so much as to be nothing when they like literally knew and no one knew anything about it. Yeah. But that I'm still trying to figure out the relation with world health organization in China. I, I understand that kind of trying to downplay it, probably spread it around. Um, it's because the Chinese America, government told them to, the, same thing the Chinese government told them not told them not to tell the world how it's uh, transmissible from person to person. And then they, they destroyed evidence and they fucking end up killing the guy that like discovered it. Yeah. Zoinkies, Batman. Yeah. And so like, and also they let people leave Wuhan, like 50,000 people left the country in January via plane. Damn. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> but it's kind of... Isn't it cooling over there now? Well, it doesn't matter if it's cooling over there because it's not cooling over here. Yeah. They threw but a I, steaming turd point, over... You gotta kind of have to take your own responsibility for what's in your hands, you know? Yeah, okay. Well... Yeah, a lot of shit was, like, messed up, but I would just like to point out that Travel from China was banned in early February, late January. And when that took place, everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? That's racist. You can't do that. But that was an early precaution that was taken. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about that. Even Joe Biden was like, yo, that's racist. But possibly. Like, possibly. US government like, provides 27% of the WHO's budget for polio eradication. 19%. How much? 20 cent for polio, 19% for tackling tuberculosis, HIV, malaria, and vaccine preventable diseases such as measles, 23% of its budgets for emergency health operations. Um, If these initiatives shrink, researchers say death and suffering will surge. David Heyman, an epidemiologist, epidemiologist at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, one of the more fun medicines because, you know, tropical vibe, says there will also be an amount to be squandered investment for the United States, particularly for polio gains, one through vaccination campaigns that cost hundreds of million dollars would be lost. 
Trump says that the U.S. government will continue to fund global health through aid groups and its own agencies instead of the WHO. In fact, proposed legislation suggests that the U.S. government might be considering alternative ways to fund health overseas. Last Friday, DeVix, an online platform focused on global development, reported that the U.S. State Department is circulating a proposal for a $2.5 billion initiative that would oversee national and international pandemic responses called the President's Response to Outbreaks. And late last week, a proposed bill for a Global Health Security and Diplomacy Act of 2020 was introduced to the Senate. The bill obtained by Nature would authorize $3 billion for an international initiative to contain epidemics at home and abroad to be overseen by a presidential appointee from the U.S. State Department. I support this decision. That's cool, but you also kind of have a, a centered response to, to world health via one government yeah but it's not like the united states is the only one giving money it's still a world health organization plus the united states will probably be funding the same things just separately it's like if i gave you money to do a job and you fucked up that job why would i keep giving you money your job is to like monitor the world the fucking health of the world and now we're in the biggest pandemic since the bubonic plague because you were listening to another government to withhold information and silence people. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, thank you. I'll fucking do this myself. You know? But, but still, America hasn't done a great job with fucking repelling that. Well, America has never experienced a pandemic like this before. You know, first of all, like, to, like I said, a lot of things were fucked up. But you know how fast this happened. In January, everything was normal. It's not like this happened gradually. Mm-hmm. Like, and we fucking learn new shit about this every day. Like, Amanda Glassman, a senior fellow at the Center for Global Development, a think tank based in Washington, D.C. Also, there was a thing with the District of Columbia that was, like, proposed to become a state because it's not a state. Mm-hmm. Um says that she and her colleagues welcome a U.S. effort dedicated to fighting pandemics worldwide, but it has to collaborate with the WHO, and it should come with increased obligations to the WHO, she adds. Those requests aren't assured in the proposed legislation, and if the United States rolls out parallel efforts, Glassman and others don't expect them to be very effective because it could take years to build partnerships with countries. Lee agrees you can't just show up in Afghanistan and start vaccinating people. That's where I get kind of weird with it. Because if, if you just have one government that is seeming to like aid to a lot of money to world health, it, having having one centralized body of, of governors doesn't seem that appealing to me. It oh, it's not going to be one person calling all the shots. They're obviously going to call government. In, well, they're going to call in the best foreign policy experts they have, probably from probably going to get expertise from other governments it's just like i don't know like this is like this is like a huge thing that could have been prevented if information was not like withheld or changed like censorship like ultimately did this and in history books it's going to be reflected that way too which i think is something that china was trying to avoid I think they knew how bad this could get. And so they're like, yo, yo, kill it. It's fine. It's nothing. It just transfers from 
humans to animals. No one knew it was going to be. That's the thing the lady was saying, the doctor was saying. Like, the thing about this that is so fucking crazy is no one knew it was going to be asymptomatically spread. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the reason why it got so out of hand. And she says she believes that China knew it, but told the World Health Organization, yo, like, when the U.S. asks, don't, like, tell them about it. Because, you know, the U.S. has to check in with the WHO. Yo, how's everything going? We heard about this thing. It's brewing up. What about it? Oh, it's cool, man. China says it's under control. Okay, yeah. cool. We trust you. We're giving you money. And then, boom. So it's, it's like fucking, damn. And just, like, just the fact alone that the guy who discovered it, like yeah. fucking, Dead. was silenced and died from it. Yeah. Solid points. Like I said, everything's interconnected as well. You can't just have a fucking blame on one thing. There's some timeline where one thing changed. One thing was different and none of this happened. Yeah, that's when 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 we didn't make fun of Kobe's death, every everything would be okay. Oh god. <laughs> if that whiteboard drawing wasn't up there, everybody would still be fucking in a if the, their own mansion in LA. If the first person that got coronavirus just stayed home that day. Mm. Or maybe didn't go to that wet market that day. Or maybe just not have wet markets in general, you know? I don't, I don't know. Wet market isn't really my book. Okay. Third trimester coming the fuck up right here on Dirt. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Spidey don't need a podcast. I have a callus on my toe. I did 500 push-ups yesterday. Pussy. It was so much, I fell asleep after. <laughs> it really took a lot out of me. Physically. What was the time, the time span of the 500? At least an hour. 50, maybe 50 minutes. Yeah. But it was quite a lot. Quite a lot. Hey man, when, when you're you... doing it, it's not a lot. When you're done, it's like, ugh. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah, and I got to do it again today. Dark Racial Humor on Instagram, YouTube. I was uh, listening to another podcast that was featuring another podcaster. Oh, really? Like every podcast? (laughs) (laughs) 
and they uh, they posted like articles and shit to their Instagram, and I I think I might start doing that. Get uh, people flaming in the comments. I'm glad we have this strict no guest policy, because you know, do you ever take that down? I don't know. You know, if we have three or more people in the Zoom, we have to pay for more than 40 minutes. Three or more? Can only be three two. or more. It can only be two? It can only be two for unlimited free, free Jeez. potting. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good service for being free. Looks like we're uh, classic DRHing it. But who's good enough to be on DRH? You know, I mean, you could, you could say past names such as, uh, uh, great people like uh, Walt Disney's Corpse, Walt Disney, The Weekend, Abel. The Weekend's good enough to be on here. Uh, Ray could hop on anytime. He could hop on the mic. Um, Bart Barker could come through. Future, please tell us how, how you're feeling and why it's See, so he, sad. He can spit <laughs> some truth real quick. That's just and, and obviously that would be on the focus on yourself, King. About how he misses his wife and his kid. <laughs> he, has to, he has to fuck girls to forget about them, but it just makes it worse. He has more kids and just make it spiral even more down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Shout out Rabbit. Uh, rabbit could be on the pod for sure. Rabbit could definitely give us give us some... some Spit some truth. Some, some needed fucking just happiness in my life. Shout out Rabbit. Uh, and obviously with Rabbit comes just 10 just hot hot females yes just this fucking crew his posse <laughs> there's a, a, little, a little a little young toddler with his, his rabbit gang full of chicks rabbit and his hopping hose <laughs> his hip-hop hose <laughs> just in the back of a car seat hey, yo, rabbit. Has, has to wait in the car <laughs> hey, oh, why they call you rabbit my daddy called me <laughs> rabbit I don't know. It's just kind of a thing I grew up with. I don't really test it. It's just kind of one of those things. Nah, my daddy called me rabbit. Ain't no thing I grew up with. That's my name, son. You better put some respect. My daddy's Freddie motherfucking Gibbs. Is he, he still me. a toddler at this time? He's fucking two years old. Dude, his daughter just become a fucking politician. A <laughs> politician by day. It's like, daddy's just... so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no, I don't talk about my father. <laughs> Dad, you're old as fuck. Dad, dad, you're hip hop's old and you're older than hip hop. Dad, you're old when hip hop was at its peak. The day hip hop dies. Yeah, dude. I love it. I love everyone. It's Friday. Let me just bump that song a little bit more. Hold on, man. Bro, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Don't do it. Let me bust some, some collar, John, dude. Copyright free. Hey, uh, how about we dive into dark racial DMs? You know, it's Friday. You know, we got a lot of fucking people just begging. I can't turn hear, the volume, so I won't do that. To hear what we have to say. Dude, kick it off, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I'll do it again. All right. We're going <laughs> to let me log into Instagram real quick. Uh. Uh, <laughs> there is actually hold on <laughs> uh, 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 uh. okay <laughs> this is from 
This is from Olivia. So via Instagram at Dark Racial Humor. At Dark Racial Humor, she says, "Hey guys, love the show. You guys are super funny. I discovered you because my bestie at university sent me a link while we were in the library, and I cannot get enough of you. Thank you so much, Olivia. My question." to you is how can i slow the aging process on my face okay olivia hey, yeah and you know this is something we've we've really delved into a lot on dirge um we we brought up before we had that strict no guest policy we did have a lot of guests and it was mainly predominantly anti-aging researchers scientists yes 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 um, she also noticed she also notes that she's 21 years old she has <laughs> she has uh light fairly light skin and she just really struggles with sunburns and she just wants to know how she can like really like not look like an old bag before she, she turns just 25. Say, you guys look like you have radiant skin of a of a just a stem cell using 21 year old that's 70 because i Appreciate inject the that. unborn into my fucking face to stay young. i wake up flawless and i and i you know put oil on my face so that's all it does Olivia, the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to just fuck your face up with that coconut oil. You're definitely going to want to exfoliate. There's definitely a lot of pus and there's a lot of dirt, oil, and bacteria around your nose, around um, the top of your nose on the sides, and definitely right below your mouth. <clears throat> you know, the thing about acne is that when you see the pimple, it's actually at its last stage. So there's not a lot you can do at that point besides pop it, but even that, uh, it could lead to some scarring, which you might not want. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to wash your face very well every day in the morning and at night with cold water in the morning because it will also wake you up and it will open those pores so they can breathe. And then with like um, maybe some lukewarm water at night to really like get that dirt out of there. And then you're going to put on a deep um, tea tree oil slow drying scrub. Leave that on for about 15 minutes. And then you're going to want to go ahead, pop in the shower, wash that bad boy off. And you're going to want to Wash your face again, this time with cold water. Open those pores up. Get some air in there. And then you're going to want to pat dry your face. Make sure you pat dry. Make sure you don't scrub your face with a towel because you're definitely going to want to leave some micro scratches on your skin. And then you can go ahead and put maybe like some avocado oil on there and go to bed and you should be good. Head on over to wshouse.live slash don't be ugly to find the dirt skincare routine. That's right. Uh, we got face scrubs. We got uh, just natural remedies that you know you have to put on your face because you are just a fugly bastard from the jump don't but, be ugly uh, with, with with a lot of work you can be a little less ugly and um you know because we only feature the the most attractively scientifically attractively beautiful people in our dark racial dms we um, should make a skincare company called don't be ugly <laughs> d-b-u do boo the boo don't what that, what that doo-boo do that doo-boo do doo-boo juice doo-boo juice you ever watch uh sandlot by sandlot i meant holes no you never watched holes nah i wasn't allowed classic to disney movie dude they say bad words classic disney movie about <laughs> about just the juvenile detention system i don't know they said they said <laughs> fuck a lot in that movie this is really <laughs> Really abusive juvenile detention system where they use really kid labor that that are prisoners. This should Shia LaBeouf <laughs> drops like fourteen f bombs in that like the first ten minutes alone. It shines a light on the American justice system. Slavery, Thirteenth Amendment, still, still, still popping slavery. Are you reading that book? I was gonna do no. Sandlot, the book. No name's book club, dude. 
I go on her website. I was like, what are this week's books? This month's books. Mm-hmm. And there's two books. And it says the books. And then it says, fuck Amazon. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I guess I'll go to the bookstore. So yeah. the bookstore um, in LA that she's partnered with is called Reparations Bookstore. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the book. I didn't go there. But on the website, it said they didn't have the book in uh, in uh, stock. Yeah. So I was like, oh. What's what's this month's flavor? Uh, the book is called uh, are something about like prisons? Are prisons outdated or some shit like that? Mm. Something like that. Let me see. I think I looked it up on Amazon because I was gonna go ahead and get that one day shipping for free. Uh, 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 uh. Prisons. I don't know what it's this called. This month's and pick, were... July. Two books, Captive Genders, Trans Embodiment in the Prison Industrial Complex by Eric Stanley and Nat Smith. Second book, Our Prisons Obsolete, Angela Y. Davis. Let's hop into this synopsis by Angela's, Angela Davis, who I have seen in the uh, zeitgeist of Instagram. What? Angela Davis, I have seen in the zeitgeist of Instagram and people. Is she young? She's older. The book. I think I'm going to buy it on Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry, on Amazon. With her characteristic she, she still gets the money. Who? Angela Davis. Um... Angela Y. Davis has put the case for the latest abolition movement in American life, the abolition of the prison. As she quite correctly notes, American life is replete, don't know the definition of that word, with abolition movements. And when they were engaged in these struggles, their chances of success seemed almost unthinkable. For generations of Americans, the abolition of slavery was sheerest illusion. Similarly, the entrenched system of racial segregation seemed to last forever. Generations lived in the midst of the practice with few predicting its passage from custom. The brutal, exploitive, dare one say lucrative convict lease system that succeeded formal slavery reaped millions to southern jurisdictions and untold miseries for tens of thousands of men and women. Few predicted its passing from the American penal landscape. Davis expertly argues how social movements transform these social, political, and cultural institutions and made such practices untenable. In our prison's obsolete, Professor Davis seeks to illustrate that the time for the prison is approaching an end. She argues for rightly for decarceration and argues for the transformation of the society as a whole. Solid. Prisons are a very interesting thing. Huh? I think we should both read it and we should discuss... So we're no name book club, book club. Yeah, but it's DRH book club. It's dark racial <laughs> where, book club. Where, where you buy it from Amazon? <laughs> uh, yeah. How else are you gonna get the book? You don't leave the house. Uh, you know, I'm already reading the one book from her club, dude. Which one is that? Faces and masks, memory of fire. How is it? It's cool. It's less. Uh, straightforward like um non-fiction it's kind of like historical fiction 
Uh, I don't like nonfiction. I've grown out of that kid shit. No, I'm just kidding. Nonfiction. Nonfiction? <laughs> you don't like nonfiction? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant fiction. I was getting I never, confused. I never really read fiction books. I read The Giver, bro. Giver's good. I realized why I liked The Giver because it's um, it's kind of like a, uh, it's a secretive government that has like, uh, and it's like uh, taking that away, giving to the people the memory of their past. You ever read it? No, I don't know how to read. Grab this one, dude. And then uh, talk about it. How much? What's it See called? It? The Faces? Faces and Mass Memory of Fire, Fire Volume 2. It's by a, a dude from Latin America. It's been in a lot of languages. So it's a bunch 16. of like. $16.99 on Amazon. $16.99. Damn. Definitely got less for that. Um, what hardcover for eight hundred and thirty six dollars? What the fuck? Value, bro. <laughs> They're only one copy. Um, it goes from like seventeen hundred to nineteen hundred, and there's like an appendix full of. I don't think it's actually non. I don't think it's historical fiction because there's an index of like um, people it talks about, and then the sources it comes from. Mm-hmm. But he puts it in kind of like uh, like short little narratives. It's a little bit poetic, but it's interesting. Sounds God. gay. I'm just kidding. Sounds great. I'm almost like halfway done already. Pretty small. It's interesting. Damn. Spain and Latin America. Fucking Peru, oh, I can Bolivia. buy it used for 924 in the COVID era, dude? It's not bad. Plus three ninety nine shipping. Get fucked. <laughs> um, Amazon Prime has me so fucking hooked. I'll, I'll get that after this, I guess. Angela Davis, fucking UCLA. Angela Davis. Or you, you or San or San Diego, one of the two. Angela Davis. All right, let's wrap it up. Shut Fucking don't yawn on my pod. You haven't you haven't yawned on a pod in a while. I've been working on it. Yeah, nice dude. What do I cool. need to work on? You need to work on your enthusiasm. My enthusiasm is tenfold, bro. Let's get it to eleven. Okay, that's take shit anyways. Thanks everyone for listening to the one thousandth episode of Dirt. That's right, um, boys and girls. We made it this far, and we're really going to make it farther. Once this poop happens, you know, we're going to go far places. That's right, baby. YouTube, collar shirt on Instagram, Bonjen on Instagram. on Instagram. Twitter's going to be deleted probably right now. Fuck that fucking piece of shit. Bye.